0: That's right, folks. Footy's never been better than this. After 400 days, get around me. I've had a win. You fucking beauty. Hashtag 400 becomes hashtag zero. And I couldn't be fucking happier about it. While I'm pretty happy, there's a couple of pretty devastated coaches out there, bloody Stars and ponies pipped at the post and a massive meltdown from Stars' team. Um, some of it injury-related, not all of it he's gone from a 100-point win projection to a 100-point loss. That's devastating early on in the season. How will the Stars team bounce back? But enough about that, because he lost. Let's talk about me, because I won. I had a win. And I had Brayshaw, Ross, Rao. even though he's on my bench. What a gun he's going to be. Pendlebury, Parfit. They're just names that roll off the tongue. Fantasy legends. Fucking awesome. Anyway, so we had uh, six games on the weekend. We had six winners and six losers. I won. Did I mention that I won? So, without further ado, Legless, who's a winner as well, joins me in talking about who won and who lost in round two. right well that's about the worst review ever he's gonna cop a fair bit now on that review that was a shocker my good self to run through all the reviews of all the games um two
1: winners conversing about how they've won uh legless how are we going look uh going good hawker it's good to uh it's good to finally be on the the right side of the wind sheet isn't it it's, it's a long it's a long period of time especially for some of us to to go between round one and round two with that with Has, the loss hashtag 400 come hashtag 400. your age jesus 400 days 400 days to, to the day we're so, so, yeah. starting to, start to feel like harley bennel just a little bit just call
0: me harley but uh, got a win on the board, so yeah, pretty happy with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm just stoked. Even celebrating with a couple of quieties this evening. So um, yeah, it's all good.
1: The back, the Hawker train's back. Look, I think, um, I think the lead, I think the lead's always better for a, for a Hawker team up and about. That's it. That's it. So what we'll do,
0: we'll start off giving a bit of review here. We'll start with the first game. And despite the fact that you had some odd projections over the weekend, you were predicted to win before the start of the weekend, predicted to win pretty much all through the weekend,
1: and you won. Look, uh, uh, Nostradamus has it. yes. I was was happy happy with a few boys, obviously a bit pissed off. Yeah, it it was a strange round. I still can't get used to Corona ball. A lot of my outside players that, you know, like to get cheapies at the end of quarters just aren't getting the cheapies that they used to but that's alright Yeah. It's just uh, well, I, did, a I, did, I
0: did make the comment to someone else before that uh, there's a lot of good scores but then there's also a lot of meh scores just think well. it's, Yeah.
1: If, if you go missing in a game um, it's difficult like, you, know, you get a lot of those players that might go missing for a few quarters but then late in the game they'll get some cheapies uh, it's just not happening ball. So if you start poorly, you get a bit nervous. You struggling a bit. Yeah, you say, you're not bouncing back
0: behind the eight ball. So we'll just quickly, I'll just quickly run through your side. Uh, Hunter Clark, I um, think he had a bit of a slow start, but he did come good with a 89 for you. Uh, Mason Redman a bit down on last week. Boston was solid. Hayden Crozier 52. That's not a big score, but we won't get into that. Great. That's
1: a <laughs> great, great defense score. I'll do your trade.
0: No, <laughs> pass. Uh, shorty 62. So um, just
1: solidly average, I would have said, for the defence. Very consistent without – other, like Clark's score was good, but the rest are just, you know, if, if it was non-corona, you're looking at 60s and 70s and, you yeah, know, maybe yeah. 80 was short, but that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so your midfield So instead of Jack McRae Being the gun this week It was Taylor Adams And Tom Phillips oh. A lot of chipping around um, With the Richmond game Where they just sort of play between the two Arcs They got a fair Chunk of the ball
1: I think Collingwood Like They're just They're a team that you want Players in your team Like you want Collingwood players On your team Yes Correct so A lot of switching A lot of little Chip, chip, chip So uh, Good for fantasy yeah, um, Very good
0: no here. real – I suppose McRae you'd say uh, – Down on good.
1: what you expect. That yeah. would be an 80. That's an 80 in corona, non-Corona ball, which is low for him. Yeah, so not real flash. Um,
0: Buried you probably wouldn't expect too much more, maybe a little bit more, but and Crouch is probably a little bit down on his. But um, pretty good overall. Um, probably McRae is probably the only
1: real upsetting one there for you. And then, oh, Look, I keep, I keep trying to wind up the boys um, – by getting them on the Andrew McGrath train um, so yeah well uh, that's
0: a, you know, 87 that's a huge score for him so he, he did a good job um, he was
1: the guys that was projected he was projected to get 60 which is why I constantly rave on because it's just you know if you're looking for a breakout candidate he's, he's I'm hoping <laughs> always under yeah so that's not bad and then Riley O'Brien's big
0: ruck scores on the weekend
1: yeah was it the round for rucks
0: well, there's, yeah, as we go through, we'll find out. There's Big Max. there was, um, Big Max, uh, Goldie, um, Soldo, or oh, probably not too big as Stanley got
1: his hands
0: on it. Sta- even Stanley made points, so, no, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Is a lot of points for the Rucks this week. Uh, um, do you think it's
1: because they're going sole Ruck? Do you think the club, most clubs seem to have made that switch? I think
0: a lot of them have. A lot of them have, so, yeah, I'm. Um, really know so yeah they might be getting to more contests I don't yeah I don't know that they're getting more hit outs because there's less time but yeah they're all a lot of them mm. if they weren't injured seem to get a, a lot of um, decent scores mm. so um, moving into your forward line you had uh, Lockie Whitfield again it's all pretty meh your best score came from a guy you had on the bench mm. my boy So um, played for last season you did. Oh you took him off me. And oh. a 79 on his first game back from his brain injury. It
1: was good to see him back on the field, though. It, it was. was and and to see the interview after the game, it was hilarious. It's...
0: Yeah, it probably made him smarter, actually, with a bump on the head. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, good luck to him. And, um, yeah, again, uh, forwards, I think the forwards across the board are struggling for points, even when they've kicked a few bags. Um, yeah, Whitfield had a decent game today from the bits I saw, but only got to 67. Um,
1: Just no yeah. mark kick. Less yeah. mark kick game.
0: So, yeah. So, all in all, a pretty solid game from you. Uh, you want to have a quick run
1: through Mannix's team? Uh, yes, yeah, so switching over, that defence, tell you what, I was getting bloody nervous on Saturday after the Frio game. Um, Considering by that stage, I think he'd had Stewart score 80, Ryan score 89, Darcy Byrne Jones on the Saturday night scored 84, and Aish somehow managed to score 87. Um, the reject from three clubs. That's uh, it. So I was getting like their so massive score for defenders. huge score for defenders. Um, so I think he'd have to be absolutely chaffed with that. Like that's. Yep. Brilliant. Um, his midfield was really solid. Tim Kelly, uh, the recruit, 97. Considering how, how shit West Coast were, it was a bloody big score to get 97. Brad Crouch was Mr. Consistent with 87. Um, yep. Dacos as a free agent. Now, I don't know if you know this, but anytime time um, Ponyfish Islanders knocks on your door to sell you a player... Chances are they're going to end up on the free agency list in about two hours' time. So just hold it out would be my advice. <laughs> no worries. We'll be... <laughs> getting for free, you reckon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was a great score, 80. Just another one of those Collingwood players that junks it up. Um, That's it. And then, you know, Aaron Hall, the fact that he's playing football's pretty bloody good um, and took 70 solid, sheets, 62, probably about what you'd expect. Uh, in, oh, the yeah. r- in the ruck, what hurt
0: him? Yes, the big downfall for him was mm. the fact that um, the 26 with the injury made worse by the fact he's got 93 from Sinclair sitting on the pine, which yeah. if, if I got some quick math in me, would almost have got yeah, him to win.
1: Yeah, would have got him to win. So
0: um, I won't release his podcast tonight. I'll wait till tomorrow when he's at work and he can listen to it there <laughs> and, and, you know, just be a little bit calmer. But, yeah, so... I mean, you can't predict an injury like that, but um, and, no. you can't, and Sinclair to come out and do that's pretty. I'm not sure many people would have thought he would have got a 93. So
1: uh, I wouldn't have predicted it to be honest. I mean, Sydney, Sydney were up, and he was up against Goldstein, who had an absolute field day. So you, you normally not, you don't normally see both rucks having an absolute dinner, but um, um, they did. Question yes, is,
0: if yes, and then played 59.
1: What was that? Oh, sorry, isn't it? That's showing yep. me the next well He played Tom Bell Chambers. Bell Chambers is a crab. Yeah. Um, the forward line was good. Tom Lynch eighty two. a sixty one from Ainsworth would be about an eighty in non corona. Um but then long and snelling really they stunk. I mean, I think he'll be he'll probably be looking for a Hogan or an Akers to return so he doesn't have to feel Snelling.
0: Um yeah, even Cam Rainer had a fifty two, so you know, that, ah. that's helpful, so Yeah, Um. so yeah, when you look At it, basically it was just um, 60 points, and most of that Came down to the ruck, so Yeah, um, yeah so yeah. solid defence And hopefully, yeah, for his sake, Sinclair Does the same again next week mm-hmm. but all, all in all A solid win for you Yeah, I'll take it, I'll take the W Alright Next up, we have Old Man Vipers Versus the well, is he still
1: premiership favourite? Dazed and confused. Well, I don't know. Has Viper's taken it? Top of the age list. Top of the premiership top table. Of, uh,
0: that's it. I mean, he did have to do something that he doesn't like to win, and he did. did he do some loop? He did loop a few scores. So, um, you know, I'm pretty sure he thought that was cheating uh, last season when people did it, but um, this, this year he sees nothing wrong with it.
1: No. Well, I tried to convince him to loop Reece Stanley, and he. Told me to bugger off, but uh hindsight he would have had a mammoth score. He would have. He would have had a
0: big score. And yeah, he could have could have looped Stanley even though we didn't think we could, but you know, the less we say about that, uh the better, eh Commissioner?
1: <laughs> that's right, that's right. Loop what? <laughs> yeah. So can um, you run it run run through his defence. Yeah, bloody jeez, so. Taylor two, two scorers really, wasn't it?
0: That's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, Hooley, old man Hooli, um, giving some great service in his last year of football for Vipers. Not sure what his defenses will do next year when he doesn't have him in there. Retire. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so a couple of good scores with Howe and Hooli, then the rest were just, um, well, I'll say Ridley was solid, and McMillan and Hanley were, were just
1: below average. Yeah, I think we're going to get so many of those scores this season. Though it's just, indeed, you're going to get trash.
0: So that midfield, the midfield very solid indeed. So here we have got 75, the lowest. That would make it. They're all about 90s, yeah. aren't they? Yep, so a solid. So, old. A so yeah, 75 gives you a 90, and he hasn't got anyone under 90. So that's a pretty solid yeah. midfield. Dunkley bounced back today and led the
1: led the way. Um, oh, look, I think people getting off the Dunkley train are crazy. He is a cat can ball.
0: Yeah. So, well, from the little bits I saw this afternoon, he seemed to be inside and um, in the midfield, and McRae was hovering around um, either forward or back. So that's interesting. Yeah, only only Luke Beveridge can fuck a good player. Yes, he does that quite well. Him and Longmire. Um, yeah. not fantasy coaches. Ruiners. So yeah, but um, that's uh, yeah very solid midfield, um, yeah almost number one worthy.
1: Yep, yeah I oh. think so. That that's probably the best mid score we're going to see, um at least on a consistency basis. The forward line, can can someone please explain to me why Tom Hawkins is on the field?
0: Oh, I really don't know. Maybe he thought there was I, Hamburg, uh, thought a hamburger out there or
1: something. I mean the beautiful Tom Lynch was in his side. He's got the good looking one. Good-looking
0: Who he did grab after throwing Charlie onto the field. Um, yeah. So, but uh, Will Hoskin, yeah, some of the Collingwood forwards had stickers. Hoskin, Elliott and my check were two of them.
1: I was asked during the week, why did I drop? Why did I not keep Will Hoskin, Elliot? If people want to know why, that's and it. There it is. It's the yep. roller coaster.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, he very easily come out next week and get a hundred. So, um, but and yeah,
1: the it, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't need that stress in my life. No coach wants that. That's it. Um, that's Ebert, it. Ebert's back. That's a massive score from Ebert. He's um, a good score.
0: Ebert I don't want to be rude. He's only playing Adelaide though.
1: That's true. But he brained it in round one as well. He's so he got a good score in round one, Ebert, um, against me, which is fucking you know, double as painful. Yes. Um, consistent, consistent player, he'd be very handy if he could stay fit.
0: Uh, yeah, so all in all, like that midfield was obviously the backbone of his score with a couple of good ones thrown in at each end, and they've confused, where did it all go wrong for him?
1: Um, oh, I think, again, the defense was okay, but Alex Keith's 25, is, that's horrendous, that's a coach killer as well. Um, Shepherd and
0: Suckling, well, to be fair, you're probably not going to get much more out of them, are you?
1: No. Well, to be but, fair, yes, I would have expected more from Shepard against Gold Coast, but I expected more from all the West Coast players in that game. Um, I was, It was low scores on the West Coast run. Yeah. So, yeah. But Salem was Salem 78. very good. Like a Good score, yep. And then he's moving
0: into his midfield, he's got three scores over 100, which is awesome with That's, Oliver Merritt and Jack Billings uh, and has off
1: Billings, Has Billings become the more consistent player now? Well, he's always been a bit painful, but it's yeah. science starting to look good.
0: Yeah, I think Ratton's playing him in a role that suits him. I think towards the end of last year, he went all right. And I know Ross did okay under Ratton late last year as well, and he started well this year. So there's one or two of them maybe playing um, a slightly different role and allowed to run around in the midfield a bit. So... Yeah, they're doing
1: well. So a coach that actually knows a coach that actually knows what they're doing for once. Yes, yes. Um, I'm... He's disappointed with the bond. I think the bond has put in two average showings for him now, so he'll be wanting more from that.
0: Yes, and I think I saw somewhere this week the bond may be getting a visit from Deboer. So that's
1: oh, um, yeah. look. I hope that's the case. Even <laughs> oh, yeah. I play days next week. Have you got him? <laughs> okay. Yep. Right, uh, I'm playing days next week, so lock lock down on the bond. I reckon that's what you want to be doing.
0: And let the
1: run free. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So the rack was Bell Chambers, which was gifted to him by uh, the DT87, oh, wasn't it?
1: Would you call uh, 49 again? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh,
0: it's better than the zero that he would have got if he had no. Oh, yeah, he would have had nothing. So, um, hmm. yeah,
1: okay, you're right. You're
0: right. So, Gary yeah. Ablett
1: turned in the forward line. Jeez, he's back.
0: Old headed um Yeah, but other than that, yeah, so he, no, he was very good, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so the forward line, Jeremy Cameron was well down. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, that was a crap game that North Melbourne Giants won. Um, nice. All over the place
1: North North are the team that If you've got a game and you're One of your good players is playing against North Chances are they're going to score unders North just ruin fantasy as well if just yeah. A black hole for points For and against yeah.
0: Yep, they just uh, choke the game so Having a look there It's a solid 70 point win to um, Vipers Which looks Vipers, like yep mostly probably come from the guts
1: I think it's come cut. from the guts
0: yeah mostly from the guts and set. even, even. Ebert in the Ebert 90s in the forward line yeah. yeah so good good solid win there for, for Vipers
1: oh he'll be up and about well he is up and about let's be honest we know
0: he is all right so <laughs> someone someone who won't be up and
1: about is all oh. stars Oh so man. He's he lives little... just down the road from there as well, so I'm I'm actually going to drop some flowers off tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a welfare check.
0: <laughs> Are you okay, Stars? I think we'll yeah. have to call this podcast because um oh. he was even even Saturday morning when I did my little predictions he was a hundred. I think I even put in there something like he will crush Slippery. Um the projections and, and, were in his favour. Yeah, you I know, buy. And not by a little bit. I, mean, I wouldn't say crush if he was going to win by ten points, but he was actually um, actually yep. predicted to win by a, oh, cl- close to a hundred points. Yeah, which is a big, which in a Corona ball is a big win. Yeah, and um, uh, he's obviously made some changes to his team already because my fantasy now has. Got ah, okay, team. well,
1: I've got I've got it up here. So, yep. I mean, you can't you can't predict. Like no,
0: you don't predict an injury. 10. So, yeah, nine points is...
1: And that, that hurts. And he's, had, he's already had bad, like, bloody Taranto doing his shoulder in the preseason. So that, you know, those are the two kinds of guys you just don't want getting injured. That's that's trash. That's As a fantasy coach, that's trash. Yeah, so there's not, uh, much, not much you can do about that, unfortunately. The rest of the defence I thought were really good. Like, 67s and 70s. In, is not in the bad. Yep. That's eighty plus across yep. the board. Nineties. Um, so up would up be 90s. Yep. To that. Um, The midfield, solid. Uh, probably the only one you'd say that was, or probably the two that were down on numbers would be Humakligge and Cunnington. Um, yep. The, so Cunning- the forty half yeah, C- would be disappointing. Yeah.
0: So and Cunnington was not too bad seeing the edge of the ball for a little bit today. So. Um. That's probably what did that make it the fifteen or that's a seventy odd, which is yeah, yeah, yeah down. It's but hard. it's not it's not bad. It's not I think Danger ended up with forty when he had the ball from round one, so not a yeah, big danger's,
1: danger's weak as water. Yeah. But the rest so, of the midfield I thought were good. Ninety from yeah. Niglio really good. Many goal is back.
0: He is, unfortunately. It made him look good.
1: He was running around witches' hats, wasn't he?
0: Yep, and um, yeah, Ed was help- very helpful getting get um, Carlton back into the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Very much so.
0: But um, uh, yeah, the forward line... Lo- oh, the Ruck English was just, again, meh. Nothing special to write home about there.
1: I only lost 10 points to Wits, though, which is quite... You know, if you yep. told me that pre-season, I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you.
0: So <laughs> that's not too bad. And then the forward line probably where it's a little bit disappointing with Heaney with 48.
1: Yeah, has Heaney's role been long-mired? Has he been... I think been... he's yeah,
0: probably more buddied, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, true. So, um, Buddy was sick, yeah.
1: wouldn't be
0: there. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. Um, I didn't, didn't pay a lot of attention to the game today because we had guests, but um, there were... Yeah, if Sinclair scored a 94, I'm not sure if he played mostly forward or... He was, I'm not sure where he was, so... He was um, playing in the ring, mostly, Was he? Was he? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it probably means Haney stuck forward, and, well, to be fair, this, this one sucked, so he didn't get a lot of supply, unfortunately.
1: No, that's right. There was, I had a few Swans players that were very disappointing, but none that were that disappointing. Um. And, again, Jamie Cripps, 26 against Gold Coast. Like, yeah, you'd expect a fair bit more out of that. Yep. And because Cripps has been a 70 averaging forward on more than one occasion. So I think you can feel a bit let down by that. Um, yeah. Just a lot of, a lot of guys going under, I think is the story yeah. in this, yeah. this game.
0: And then, yeah. So there's a lot of people flipping over to the other side. A lot of people are talking about Jake Lloyd and how he'll go crap this year and won't get the junk time. Well, next right.
1: 111, um, put pay yeah. to that. Didn't he? Um, yeah. Look, if, Slip if you're looking to get rid of him, he's trash, he's no good. And uh, Hayden Crozier is on the table for you if you want to do a straight swap.
0: Yeah, that, that's one you might have to sneak in on a Friday night after he's had a couple.
1: <laughs> um, the rest of the
0: defence were good though. Like,
1: yeah. Bailey Fridge, five as a forward, Yep, he's
0: a defender. So, yeah, not too bad. Noble down a little bit, but then it's only his second or third game, I think, isn't it? So he, yep, he's going to be a little bit up and down. But that wasn't too bad. Obviously highlighted with Jake Lloyd. Now we've got two. Oh, he, has he, moved? he must have made more moves already because he's got Omira and Swallow back on the field.
1: Okay, so I've got I've got his team in the mid at the moment from yep. how it was. So he had Yo with a hundred. Yep. But um, and then he had Jared Lyons get a seventy six. But then the rest was was ugly to be honest, um, because yep. he had two pros players and they played like the close did. Yep. So Seeds, Seedsman's twenty three and Atkins 33 was, like well, that. again, they're coach killers. Um, yes, not real you flash. Can't predict, you can't predict people to throw in that kind of rubbish. Um, no. They did. Uh, uh, that was so it. So, really, the rest was 50s.
0: Hmm. So, Jared Witt thought like we said uh, 65, which is, I suppose, solid against Nick Nat. Um,
1: yeah, I think that was fine. That's all right. That's
0: against 80-odd. Nick Nat's a
1: very good ruckman. Yeah.
0: But then we move to his forward line and he's got Bang bang the track. Yes. And Michael How? Walters. Two tons. Is
1: this is this the breakout year for Petrarca? Are we finally seeing what we were promised as fantasy coaches?
0: We are, I think we are beginning to see a little bit of it. Um, I don't know if it's too late to get on in, in classic, but um, he's yeah, he's he's powered away the first two rounds and it was a role that he did have in the um in the preseason comp. So, yeah. um, between a hunt, well, the first, have a look at the first four there 108, 93, 105, and
1: 87 from Kyle Langford. And the yeah, 93 and from his, his boy Bailey Smith. And Langford played, like, I saw Langford in the ruck on more than one occasion. That's Okay. Which means Tom Bell Chambers is absolute trash. It does. <laughs> but you still shouldn't um, give him away for nothing, DT87. No, no, you don't need to. You give can away. bring
0: your opponent to his knees. The only, nice. handcuff,
1: the only handcuff handcuffs you give for free to your wife. That's it. Um and Bailey Smith, far out, that kid's that kid are we gonna see him jostle for years with the Welsh Bailey Smith comparisons. That I think that's what we're gonna get as fantasy coaches for we'll a good get that.
0: Yeah, I know he started he's obviously started forward last year and got mid forward this year, but um that might be his last year of uh forward status.
1: Oh yeah, he's pure mid alright, that guy's a beast. So, yeah. Well, that's but that's obviously... That's
0: where it was obviously, one. Obviously, the huge difference in the forward scores, and, and that's... Um, yeah, that's turned the projections upside down, and
1: uh, a good wind is Slippery. Do we say best forward line in the competition at the moment? Well, I'll, I'm pretty sure he, that's... Well, was this week, that's for sure.
0: Mm. All mm. right. So, then we go to the... Uh, Aussie Grundy's, no, sorry, Aussie Merker. Um,
1: <laughs> Brady Merkers.
0: The Brady Merkers. Uh, versus Team Awesome. So that was reasonably close, but to, uh, then towards the la- end of the last game, um, thanks to Jack Steele, Team Awesome really pulled away. Oh, yeah, did. It became a blowout in the end. Um, so, yeah, so no surprise that Merker's backline lacked a bit of star power, seeing his first defender came from pick 13. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, all between 50 and 67 there. So nothing startling
1: if and nothing, I, nothing real fast. If flat. I had told you, if I told you that the coach that formerly owned Brad Shepard, this season, their highest scorer this round in defence was going to be Jack Lacocious, you'd laugh at me. That's it, that's <laughs> it.
0: So, yeah, very interesting. So, actually, it's a little Jetta there, but, um. Oh, okay, yeah, not one yeah, point got one point, point. Uh, yeah, uh, is so that, uh,
1: disappointing against against Gold Coast again.
0: Yep. So yeah, um nothing to write home about in that back line. So moving into his midfield. Um uh, ninety eight from Gaff is obviously quite good, and hundred and five from the old Rocky, the pig's back.
1: Yeah. The pig but I mean who didn't have a fucking who didn't have a day out uh, against no, the guys?
0: That's a fair point. He he did have a pretty easy trough to pig to mm-hmm. around in. So, yeah, and um, Ollie Florent, who I put on the waiver wire,
1: couldn't cheat mm. last year. It hurts to see that, but... Yeah, um, it does. Uh, second round. It, it got him for a second round pick as well. That's a steal. But, yep. hey, he, he went in the sixth round in our draft, so a few a few coaches we passed up on him, so we've only got ourselves to punch him in the face. Yeah, that's it. That's
0: it. Um, Lord Tomlinson, 65, and Narkel, 78, but he had a pretty huge game against the Hawks. And, yeah, then the big man, the great man, Brodie Grundy, with the 82. Yeah,
1: good. again, that's a good score in Rona context. Yeah, it's solid. You'd probably want a little bit more for the Grundy, wouldn't you? Okay. Especially considering so many other rucks. Like, it, it makes it harder to look at when so many other rucks absolutely dined out. Yeah. This week.
0: So that's, yeah, interesting. So,
1: that forward yeah. line.
0: And that yeah. forward line's... Part, well, I said when Charlie Cameron... And- yeah, that's forward line's just his And having a look at his bench, there's no one on the bench to bring in to back up anything because they're not playing either. So that's... Um, it's, yeah, it's, bit, the cupboard's a bit bare,
1: so I don't know what he's going to do, but that forward uh, line's atrocious. Well, I think, I think he picked up... I was looking at the history, and he picked up Dylan Roberton before, so he he dropped Shepard, but he could have picked Shepard back up, but he got Dylan Roberton instead. So that one, that one That's could funny. be the Shannon, the Shannon Hearn, Lockheed Neal from last year was my fuck up.
0: Yep. Oh, well, I said even with Charlie Cameron top scoring with 92, he's got an average of 72 for the year. That means his first games down somewhere in the 50s. So, I mean, 92 is a bit of an outlier for him. Um, he's probably more in the 50 range anyway. So I don't yeah. know how... He, so basically what we're saying is his defence is pretty no. average. His forward line's Starts shit. Like... <laughs> his forward line's really shit. His midfield is okay. Um, not spectacular, but it's okay. And he doesn't have a bench.
1: Uh, yeah, there would be... But look, if I was coaching that team, I'd have some concerns, but... Uh... Well, almost, it's almost to the stage where the
0: coach has got the full support of the board, I think. <laughs> That's, yeah. And you know what happens once you got the full support of the board. Yeah.
1: You'll be there next week, Michael. We're backing you in to, to finish out your contract.
0: So, moving over to Team Awesome. Um, his defence wasn't any flasher, really, apart from Doherty, which you expect. Old yeah. Sick Dog didn't have a good day. And Hurley and Simpson were just average and Nate Jones, I think, well, I think he's probably out of his years by date.
1: Uh, he, he should have been gone a long time ago. Do we think Simpson's numbers are going to improve though? Now that um, Newman's gone, like, do we expect a bit of a bump in his numbers potentially? Um, if he can he stay fit. If,
0: yeah, well, he was he wasn't there for most of this game, so but and there wasn't a real bump. Um, yeah, that might yeah. just be with the matchups. So, I mean, he'll have one or two good games, but. Um, Again, Simpson and Jones—they're uh, almost as old as me, so that makes them pretty damn old. You'd
1: be—you'd be nervous. You'd want to make sure you had bench cover, which I think he does. Like he's got. Um, okay, yeah, no, it's getting. Yeah, yeah you, you vir, don't want injuries.
0: Virtual and empty, so yeah. So maybe don't maybe you flog, maybe you can flog crazier to him.
1: All oh, right, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for a, a, a Trent Demont. That seems fair. Good luck with that one. <laughs> James okay, then, <laughs> that really, midfield, though. How about it? Well, that's... Yeah,
0: so Warple's probably the only... Uh, uh, Brad Hill, well, you probably don't expect much more than that. That's a 75 for your M7. Yep. Everyone else yep. has got... Um, a, well, in Corona ball, normal would be all over 100. And they're all... Who would have thought three, North Melbourne, North. three North Melbourne players would all score above 90 against GWS?
1: Yeah, I, it's... It, that's what I think you know when we did the preview that was where we were a little bit nervous we thought oh look can can three North Melbourne mid all score well and well prove us wrong blow me down it's, and Jack Steele obviously so Merker could probably feel a little bit
0: hard done by because you have a look at Steele, Higgins Dumont and Polek if you take 15 points off all of their scores that's down sixty, and that game gets a whole lot closer, and which is probably a, yeah, a little bit more realistic as well. But it didn't happen, and he lost. So, stiff shit maker.
1: Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> and to be fair, you look at the rucks, and like Stefan Martin got took a knock. He was playing forward for the first half, so Oscar McInerney had the ruck duties for the first half. That's um, it. so he lost points there. It's not like he, it's you know, he didn't have an absolute free run as far as all of these players dining out um, 43 from Stefan Martin would be very very disappointing so, but he awesome is one who
0: took advantage of the uh, rolling lockout and loopy yes. loop uh, Myers
1: which was very helpful for him at 104 so yeah that was a great score from Myers I mean can he keep doing it who knows I mean you, you don't get the Hawks every week do you but um, no that's
0: true you could play Adelaide at some stage though that's <laughs> right yeah it's a good
1: double score um, James Gresham bounced back big time that's a huge score for a forward
0: so um, yeah no done well so yeah I think having a look where where is it one probably midfield. in the midfield because and yeah like I said the forward line is non-existent and yeah they're just crap so we might be saying that a fair bit yeah. in the reviews this year for old uh, America
1: now think, to be honest forward lines are something we're going to be saying is crap for everyone
0: yep so now someone who's probably still crying into their weekbix.
1: Yeah, I heard he was supposed to do the podcast tonight, but um, he couldn't get up.
0: Seems to be weeping, otherwise
1: engaged. Weeping sitting, in the arms of his
0: yeah. of his lover. Oh, last I heard, he was sitting in the in the corner of the shower, with rocking rocking himself side quietly sucking on his thumb.
1: Well, look, it, all I can say is, DT87 was aggressive with the trades. And it looks it's like off. that has helped him get the chocolates against a team who, let's be honest, likes to think of himself as the flag favourite. He likes to think he likes to play it down, but deep down, he thinks he is the uh, premiership favourite for the year. Oh well, when you've got 10 first first-round picks, how can you how can you not you know how can you not take the chocolates?
0: Well, you know, if you coach by Ponyfish, fish, you're probably lucky to make the top four. So. <laughs>
1: Look, back line was great. That back line was good. It was,
0: yeah, very, very, yeah, solid. I mean, they all seven, well, pretty much seventies, apart from Laird, probably the only disappointing one, with a 62, but everyone else was pretty reasonable, which is yep. nice.
1: The midfield, Josh, ugh, yeah, midfield. Josh Kelly was flat. Shields, did Shields have a tagging role? Yeah, he followed Dangerfield around
0: all night um, with varying degrees of success. Um, mm. Hopper, 61, Heppel. Norco 72, and Heppel 52. Um, so, yeah, it was, so, so it was really good. So, yeah, he was. So, yeah, 97, that's probably, yeah. And Shuey, well, that's a pretty good score considering his team got smacked. But mm-hmm. the big surprise, after Big Max pumped out a 123 for DT87, Old Goldie turns back the clock
1: yeah, and what a huge a, score that was. A 127. That's a massive score. And he was rucking against another ruck. Like, he did have Sam Jacobs as opposition, so it wasn't like he was, you know, rucking against Kyle Langford. He actually had an opponent. That's that was huge. Job. That's a massive score. Massive job.
0: So you'd have to be pretty happy with that side of things. And um, the forward line.
1: Just like every forward line. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, top score of 60, and did we loop someone? Because okay, I've updated, so what did he no, have?
1: No, no there, was, no, there was no looping. Um, Kane Lambert, I think Kane Lambert, for me, would be the only concern. Uh, he's had – that's back-to-back 50s for him now. That's uh, yeah. uh, similar. It looks He looks like he's gone down the same road as a Darcy McPherson. They just seem to have had a slightly slightly small change in role. They might be getting less midfield minutes at the moment because um, oh, I, yeah. I thought Lambert – at eighty, averaging forward, so sort of seventy in Corona Ball.
0: Yep. So yeah, so he'd be hoping that Jack Stephen gets over his knife wound and, um, mm. yeah, add a bit of punch maybe to the, the forward line.
1: You'd but, think yeah, think Stephen back in the team makes it look better. And I mean, who knows what's going on with Jaden Stevenson? But he had Dersman on the bench for ninety-two. I get. I don't think he'll make the same mistake of having Dursman on the bench again.
0: Well, he's a he's a mid only, so he'd be getting a job ahead of someone who's pretty well established, and uh, that's... so yeah, so yeah, I mean you, you can excuse that, I reckon. So having you can. a look, having a look over at DT eighty seven, um, his his defense was pretty average apart from Lockie Weller, who had a day out against um West Coast, which probably West ups- Coast yeah, so DT87 probably didn't know whether to laugh or cry there. Um, yeah,
1: that's a good point. You do get frustrated <laughs> when you see your fantasy players. You know, when you see your team lose but your own fantasy player wins, it it it, it tears at the heart.
0: That's it. That's it. Um, so nothing that's really much to write around, write home about there. Um, probably underperformed a little bit. I would have said.
1: Oh uh, look, I I don't rate. I don't know about you, but I do not rate Jasper Pitter. I just. Is he, the one, is he the one who had the blonde hair? Yes.
0: Yeah, no. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, nah. yep. Oh, anyone who and, does that.
1: And I think he's he's going to have to find someone to replace Jeremy, Jeremy Um Yes.
0: Yeah, well, you can't just go around punching people. I mean, seriously. Who does that?
1: Who, what sort of club yeah. allows
0: their players to just run around dumping oh. people?
1: Rubbish. I mean, it's, 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 it's discra- it really is a
0: disgrace.
1: Tainted
0: premiership. Oh, we should hand it back. I, I would have thought.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: anyway, he's midfield, um, pretty solid. Even got some good points out of well, Amon, Amon, and um, Cutlers, all right. But yeah, the big one, the big one, which probably upset um, uh, Pony the most would have been old Zach Jones.
1: Yeah, there's nothing 100. worse than you look-alike absolutely dominating you.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, when's the last time Zach Jones made 100, um, even in normal In normal footy?
1: fantasy. Yeah. He's always been a consistent sort of high 70s averaging mid, but maybe, I mean, in, to be fair, at Sydney there was a bit of competition for, for the ball. St Kilda's midfield, arguably their roles hadn't been set, so maybe he's been given a, you know, a fantasy-friendly role. Yeah, um, He had Ricky Henderson on the field for 24, which is... That was junk. Yes, that's not good. You, you'd, ex- you'd expect a lot more from Ricky. I think he'll bounce back. He's, he's more well, consistent than that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so Max Gorn 120,
0: which was obviously offset by Goldie's 127. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the forward line, uh, Jack Loney was 82. Yeah,
1: that, did, that was uh, a really was, good score.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, so it was Jones, Loney, and who was the other one in the, that game that sunk it
1: was Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Jones. Oh, there was another player. Yeah, you're right. There was someone else. What, oh, Bailey Williams ended up getting getting his hand on the ball a couple of times. He only got 57, but it was enough. Oh, to that, sink, it was sink, enough, to yes. Try. Actually, I think it, I think
0: it was when Bailey, when Bailey Williams went from 55 to 57, where the score ticked over from 1220 to
1: 1222. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I was absolutely gutted for pony on that one. That was... Ah, yeah, oh, look. Uh,
0: I, I must admit I did have tears rolling down my
1: face. Yeah. <laughs> tears of joy. I was laughing at the time, but hey, you know, whatever. Um, um Chad Winkard looks looks like a great pick for yep. for the Hawks at midfield. He probably was one of the only sort of half decent on the night to watch. Oh, He's, no, he did do lots of things.
0: No, no one decent in that midfield. We got smacked on the inside, got smacked on the outside and I'd expect him to be a lot harder this week. Mm. Well, I'd hope so anyway. But Daniel, um,
1: Daniel Lloyd's twenty four was rubbish. But yep, what do you do? Uh, in the end, it was just enough. It's a
0: bit hard to say where it was won and lost. You probably just give it say Zach Jones was the difference. Yep, well he was. So, <laughs> okay. no, Bailey Williams, yeah.
1: Bailey Williams was the difference. <laughs> Bailey Williams,
0: right. So anyway, uh, nine points. Um, yeah, uh, early blow to the self proclaimed uh, Premiership favourite.
1: It was a ring a ding dinger though, that was a good game.
0: Yeah. So and then oh we're down to the last game already, are we? We are. Should I look at do you want me to
1: review your back line for you? <laughs> go go ahead.
0: That's right ahead, it's pretty hard last
1: weekend. Let's let's uh let's let's use a benchmark of did they score higher or lower than Hayden Crozier? <laughs> Brody Smith <laughs> Lower. Um, Malera, um, lower um, um, Harbor <laughs> lower. Um, um, yeah. oh. Now, I, can I just give you a tip? What's that? There is a coach that started Levi Casbolt in a grand final against me, and it did not bode well for him. Didn't it? So, I think Casbolt scored eight in last year's fantasy grand final. So, just... Yeah, bear that with mind, can, record. He can be a bit of an omen. Um, Tui 63 was solid, though. He'd be happy yep. with that. Happy with that. Um, going into the midfield... Mitchell's 70 was probably unders for you, like you would expect a bit more from him. But Pendlebury, yes. Mr. Pendlebury himself. that That's it, that's it. He'll be, very handy.
0: He'll be handy when he gets um, defence DPP, yeah. so that'd be awesome.
1: I absolutely luck for a DPP as he gets a bit older too. They'll start, you know, moving him down back, moving him up forward. Seb Ross, I think you're right, has been given a much more fantasy-friendly role. Um, Sloan's injury probably, you know, you you can't,
0: in you, you can't pick, pick the injuries. So I wasn't happy about that. He did come back on and score, I don't know, about 10 points with, with the injured leg. But um, I think they put the cue in the that rack once off. it was um, – yeah. So yeah,
1: once they knew the, game was, the game was cooked, they took him off. So it was about quarter time maybe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The rest, so, I think, the rest of the midfield, you'd probably expect a little bit more from Angus Brayshaw, um, but it was a tale of two halves. Brayshaw absolutely brained it in the first half, but then Melbourne went to bed in the second half and let Carlton right back in it. Um, yeah. The rucks but, he obviously did a loopy, did the loopy, which didn't end up
0: uh, working so well, but for um, everyone that's scored the, really well.
1: I didn't
0: mind uh, getting up you about that. That was quite hilarious to see Lyset not come <laughs> for 90. Oh. Yeah, oh, like I said, locking away 76, was, yeah, that was early doors. and um, that's, If you look and, at that, that's uh, around about a 90-odd. Um, so, so, yeah, like I said, You know what's he got so far? Yeah, I mean, his first game he got round about 60.
1: I'll, it was interesting. So, it was interesting to see another game where both rucks scored though. So Lys has yeah. got 90, Brian got 100. Like it's quite. You don't you don't always see that. It's rare. No. Um, it, it could could the loophole in so if it's something that we can't get the uh, fantasy gods to fix, you could see some coaches get a little bit too cute. Like I I can see myself fucking it up. I
0: um, uh, very easily. It, I almost wouldn't mind keeping it around just for the for the last when
1: someone does fuck it up. Yeah, there will be some lols. Well, what do you mean, someone? He's called AJS Hawker. Why has it got nine? <laughs> <mate>.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sixteen points is not a whatever. So no. I'm not. Uh, S- mean, mind you, if I'd S- lost S- by fourteen, I wouldn't have been happy.
1: <laughs> that's well, that's true. Uh, moving into the forward line, I think you're probably be a bit pissed off with Toby's score, thirty nine. But yeah, then
0: he was actually tagged pretty heavily by the fella starting with the after the D from North Melbourne. I forget his name. Yeah, he, he was some crab. Yeah, he was followed around all day, which didn't help. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. North, um, Lipinski five. came out the gates really well.
1: Oh, 60 for a forward is good in this one. 68 for Greenwood as a forward is good. You'll take that. Path, it's 94. I mean, you wouldn't take Crozier for him, so that was a bit annoying. Yeah, well. Um,
0: The funny thing is Parfit only made it onto my field with about 20 minutes to go before lockout because I was actually going to play Lloyd and Gray ahead of him.
1: Yeah, that would have been a tough choice because I I would have had Lloyd ahead of Parfit just because we hadn't seen enough, but fuck, good call. I mean, you you must have heard the news that the Hawks weren't on.
0: Um, Yeah, so if you take 60 points off there, that means I don't win. Oh, let's not worry about hypotheticals,
1: mate. No. So I'm <laughs> glad I actually made a coaching call that was good. Um, switching over to the other side, what are we – I mean, who's he got? Who's, who's, who's playing here? I can never keep up.
0: Yep. So uh, old disposables. Um, he's disposed of a few players, so it is hard to keep up. Um, so, yeah, back line. He had some stinkers in the back there with Burton and Shaw. Um, yeah, 38 and 21. Not real flash.
1: Um, you wouldn't expect Burgoyne to be playing next week either, would you? Why not? After that horrible to tackle. No, nah, nothing nothing in it. Play footy,
0: guys. Jeez. Why wouldn't he be playing? I mean, it's not like he's not like a bug from West Coast who goes
1: around punching people. He tackled a guy. Playing footy. That's what you do when you play footy. You tackle. Send him home. Give him a week off, mate. Rough. Rough conduct. Brutal. Thuggery. So, anyway, moving on from that, um, what's what's he got there? He did a couple of loop-de-loops. He he did a lot of loop-de-loops. So, he's got a bit loopy, yeah. He'd looped Wilson to get Bakers 50, um, uh, Tom Green, I think he got Conkers 62, who you dropped. So, he's picked up someone you dropped before the game.
0: He did, and I dropped him just before the regular close of the season so I could get Cruiser in for for soldo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Go ahead, sorry.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, the rest of the midfield were just... That was, Fife and Cochin were good with 98-86. 90, they're really good scores, but then the rest is is probably unders for what you want from a, a midfield.
0: Yeah. So that's um, – yeah, Sweet. that was yeah, – his, um, his ruck was – ruck was his ruck? Oh, Paddy. No, no he had Marshall, had Marshall,
1: 77, yeah. who – it, it looked a lot uglier at quarter time, so he bounced yeah, back.
0: Well, he had a 43.3rd quarter, so got pretty much more than half his score in one quarter. Thankfully for me um, – uh, Lipinski and Ross came out of the block firing and I'd caught up the 50 points I was behind inside of
1: oh, five minutes in the second quarter, I think. Oh, you'll take that. What, but can I... I have to ask, why is Paddy Ryder in that team? Marshall is by far the superior ruck. And I, I'm just I'm just really glad that he he rucked the first half
0: and Robert Marshall's left twiddling his thumbs down the front.
1: Otherwise, it would have been a run. lot...
0: Yeah, otherwise it would have been a lot closer, I would have thought. But anyway, Rats, Rats is a great imagine. coach. He left Ross in the middle and Marshall <laughs> down forward. Imagine how many
1: points those Saints boys could get, though, if they had, you know, the superior ruck feeding it to them.
0: Well, that's right. That's right. And But we'll never know now.
1: No, we won't. Uh, in the forward line, Rosie, Gun, and then, yeah, the rest was what you expect from forwards this season. Just Gross.
0: So, yeah, so no, all in all, pretty happy. So, I was at 60 points. It's all changed on my screen, so you'll have to tell me where the difference was.
1: Yeah, 60 points, but I'd say it was, it was in the midfield. You had two guys score 100 um, and sort of consistent 60s and 70s, where he probably, and then probably your forward line just pipped him, to be honest. There wasn't yeah. a lot in it.
0: So, yeah. Um, uh, well, probably one thing we should make mention of is Matty Rao off, on the bench for 108.
1: Oh, you need to get him on the field, surely. I mean, well, he's—he
0: got... can assure you he's sitting on the field right now.
1: Especially who have they got next week? Uh,
0: or it some... Adelaide. So yeah, it should be. Oh easy fuck me, he could
1: get 200. He could get
0: 200. So I can assure you he's on the field already, and um, probably won't be going anywhere but the field for the foreseeable
1: future. Mm. Oh, well, if you want to trade me one of those uh, depth midfielders, mate, just knock on my door.
0: No, I'll just be waiting for Pendles and Harms to get uh, DTP. I'll slide them back and slot the other two four in the midfield. Oh, you'll
1: be in. In like Flynn. I That's to, it. Did you get any word from uh, the Brisbane Lions about what the fuck's going on with Alex Witherton?
0: Well, I did speak to some people I know who are close to Brisbane, and um, it's not looking good. I'll give oh, no. you a... Give you a quote here Let me just find the Find it here Basically they think he's fat, old and slow Well not old But um, I think he's Slow And where have where they put there Hey what's up yeah, There he is uh, yeah, Leg speed isn't great Got found out at the worst time when Daniel's run away to kick the winner in the semi-final last year. He considered a good kick, blah, blah, blah. Just not explosive. Can't play tall and struggles on the smalls for pace. So that's not, not a... not a, that's not a ringing pitch. endorsement. Not a ringing endorsement. So that's not exactly what you want out of your third round pick from the inaugural draft. So... It's the
1: worst. Hmm. Well, look, the upside... Uh... I assume you've got a bit on the great man Stasevich, who looks like he's in his replacement. That's it, that's it. I'm not sure he'll get to me at pick nine, but um, you know... You oh, can... I, can, I can give you an exclusive. I'm pretty good for defenders, so I have not put a bit on him. Oh, <laughs> so well, there you go. He'll slide past me. Uh, but look, I'm happy if Witherden's not in, That spells that's good news for my boy Zach Bailey as well. So yep. I'm happy about that.
0: Mm, so where do you see the RFA order?
1: Uh, The RFA order has just on the side, so it's me, Dazed, Pony, Disposables, Team Awesomeness, Stars, Vipers, DT87, and then yourself. Now, Stars is probably going to be after a defender, so if he slides to you, you might get lucky, but uh, I wouldn't hold your breath.
0: Yeah, well, he was actually one... Yeah, the problem is being able to keep him as well.
1: Um, I I looked... I did do a bit of research on his draft history and essentially what they said was not an accumulator and, you know, he's, he, he can play forward and back and so it looks looks more like a lockdown sort of gut run So,
0: Jassidy was playing a really shit team this weekend. He got some cheap points.
1: Well, I mean, he got 34 in the first round, so I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be banking on that every week. Yeah. So,
0: all oh, right, on. well... That's it there, we've, we've got them all, we've got six winners and six losers for round two. Thankfully we don't have to wait 10 weeks or 11 weeks or whatever it was for the round three. We can all get back on the horse and get, uh, get cracking again next
1: week. Thursday night game, Richmond Hawthorne, so that should be a pretty one-sided affair, here we go.
0: He's up, killer. he's up.
1: All right, thanks very much Legless for jumping on
0: tonight. Um, And, yeah, we we might just see if we keep winning, we'll keep doing the podcast because it looks like, you know, some of them, a lot of sour grapes. I can't see why we wouldn't keep winning, mate. So there you go. All right, mate, cheers for that, and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Okay, and now we get to the end of the podcast when we find out whose plan's coming together and whose is not. Having a look at the ladder for the BTTW Keeper League, number Unuro one. Geelong Vipers sits on top, undefeated, with a percentage of 104.97, just ahead of Team Awesome, who is living up to his name at the moment. Undefeated as well, he is... 1.5% behind Vipers, and it is a top-of-the-table clash. So after next week, there will only be one undefeated team. So it'll be a good game there. Uh, Dropping a couple of spots is Ponyfish Islanders. He's down to Bird, and we will probably lose again next week because he's playing me. Um, So bad luck there, Pony. Um, but there's a whole host of people now, pretty much everyone, um, with varying degrees of percentage. So it's Pony, Disposables, My Good Self, Legless, Slippery, Dazed, now all one and one and are sitting above the, uh, finals marker. Sitting outside the finals marker with a one and one record is Stars and DT87, Interesting to note that they are already 4% behind Dazed and Confused in 8th spot. So the teams above and teams out of the 8 are um, yeah a bit of a gap opening percentage-wise already early in the season. And if we scroll all the way down to the bottom, those two teams without a win, Manic Monkeys and Ozzy Merka, also with percentages that are well behind the uh, the top 8, so a bit of work to be done by those two. Now, there'll be some people out there who are surprised Aussie Merkis last. And then there'll be some that are out there that aren't. Anyway, I'd say there's a long way to go, but there's only another 11 weeks to go before finals. So there's not that far to go. If you're not in the finals, best be start winning. Thanks, folks, for tuning in in round two review. Hope we didn't boil you to tears, and we'll catch you all next week.